Hello and welcome to this New Year edition of the Presbyterian Podcast. My name is Gethin Russell-Jones. Hello, a chroeso i bodlediad Presbyteraidd cyntaf blwyddyn. Fy enw i yw Gethin Russell-Jones. In this bilingual edition, we're focusing on the World Watch List, an annually updated list of the world's most oppressive nations in which to be a Christian, and published by Open Doors. I recently met up with Jim Stewart, Open Doors' lead officer for Wales, and asked him about the report. Yn y rhifyn dwyieithog hwn, un i'n canolbwyntio ar rhestr gwylio'r byd, rhestr sy'n cael ei diweddaru'n flynyddol gan Open Doors, o genhedloedd mwyaf gormesol y byd i fod yn gristion ynddynt. Cyfarfum yn ddweddar a Jim Stewart, swyddog ar weiniol Cymru, a gyfynnais iddo am yr adroddiad. Yeah, so uh, Rester Gwilio Byd sy'n uh, adroddiad blynyddol Open Doors sy'n raddio'r gledydd yn y byd y pum deg gwlad ble mae'n costio drytau dilyniesu ac mae methodoleg yn, yn eithaf gymleth ond uh, dyna'n dod mas y fe pob misiwnawr so da thyn mas um, just rhaid diwrnodi yn ôl ac awyddion so ia mae mae rhaid tyddiadau ac er bod... Um, Eledigaeth yn cynyddu yn anffodus, mae'r eglwys yn tyfu hefyd. Cwbl y dieddiadau er enghraifft yw, un peth ydy fel autocratiaeth yn tyfu. Hmm. Fel China yw uh, siampl da, uh, yn anffodus mae'r sodraeth yn, yn spio ar credinwyr yn olad, ac yn neud yn, yn mwy periglysu ddyn nhw dilyniesu, ac uh, mae'r eglwys yn goffwyd mynd o dan deyar. A hefyd tieddiad arall ydy uh, Afrika i Sahara, uh, ble mae llawer o Cristnogion yn cael eu lladd a maen nhw'n goffod hefyd uh, ffoi o'u cartrefi nhw hefyd. A so mae hynny yn, yn, yn becswn i a mae rhywbeth ble maen nhw'n goffod gweddio dros y ffe. Mae maen um, dyn un o'n pretneriaid uh, yn Nigeria. Mae gyda ni yn, yn prydain ar hyn o bryd er mwyn uh, codi ymwybyddiaeth ar y sefyllfa yna. Mae nhw'n goffod gweddio dros y ffe. Ac dwi'n mynd yn y droddiad, um, mae'n nifer o uh, streion gwahanol o rhannu o'r byd. Um, ac un o'r mannau, lle mae'r Open Doors yn canolbwyntio, yw mannau pôr. Um, mm-hmm. A beth sydd bod yn digwydd yna uh, yn y flwyddyn diwethaf, gyda um, miloedd o glysnogiol yn, yn cael eu dadleoli uh, i trefydd gwahanol a i gyfledydd gwahanol o gwmpas mannau pôr. Uh, mae'n eglwys Presbyteraidd yng Nghymru yn weithgar iawn, yn anog. Mm-hmm. Uh, anog bobl i wyddio ac yn triol anog um, gwleidyddwyr ac eraill i, 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 I fod yn weithgar hefyd yn mani pwrs. So beth yw'r beth 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 pryder gydag Open Doors hefyd? Wel, ie, yeah, mae'n dristof nad yw i gweld beth yn digwydd, achos mae'n nifer o, o grisnogion yn yr ardal na chymod, yn uh, ardal na o India. Ac um, mae, mae'n bwysig bod Cristnogion yn dal ati er mwyn um, a, cael o nogi fel pobl i gweddio ac i, I, I neud beth gallwn nhw. Ond um, mae yeah, ma, ma so India wedi, wedi mynd ymlaen, mae, mae'n sort of, mae, mae mwy o eludigaeth yn digwydd ar hyn o bryd yn anffodus, achos mae, mae nhw'n gweld yn y lad, mwy o mwy o bobl yn gweld os tia'n Indian, mae ma goffod bod yn Hindu, tymod. Ac um, mae'n mae'n creu problemau 
and and ar adol fel na. So dyn ni'n goffod wneud mwy o ymdrech er mwyn, ond, ond mae, mae'n dda bod mae'n dda cael y, y prawf er mwyn gwybod beth mynd ymlaen y codi am wybyddiaeth. Ac uh, diolch, diolch beth bod y eglwys berffeteroedd yn wneud y gweith mae yn nhw'n wneud tymor, a mae'n eisiau tynnu sylwyd at y fe i mwy o bobl. Yeah, so the World Watch List is uh, is is one of the high points of Open Doors uh, calendar. It comes out every January, and it's uh, it, it's an overview of uh, the the fifty top countries where it's most dangerous to be a Christian. So the methodology is quite complex. We send out surveys to our our, our partners that we've been working with for in, in many occasions for decades around different countries in the world, and we compile um, this list. Uh, where it is most difficult to be a Christian, and and so we've been doing it 31, 32 years now, and uh, and so we're seeing trends develop. Um, persecution is different now than it was when uh, the the ministry started in the 1950s with uh, Brother Andrew. So um, uh, just a couple of the trends we're seeing is one is that um, you know autocratic regimes are gaining more influence. They're 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 trying to control um, minorities and uh, including Christians. Uh, somewhere like China would be a good example of that, and they're spying on churches, and means that number of a number of Christians have to meet underground or in secret. Uh, we, we've seen a a sort of combination where religion is fused with national identity. Countries like India and Turkey. So, if you're a minority in those countries, in in Turkey's case, if you're not Muslim, in India's case, you're not Hindu, then. Um, you're subject to discrimination and persecution. And just a third trend is that uh, in, in sub-Saharan Africa, a number of countries there, we've seen a, 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 a tremendous increase in violence, uh, extreme violence, and uh, more Christians are, are killed in, in that part of the world than in, in any other part. Uh, so it is growing. And it's um, it's a challenge. We We, of course, can pray as Christians, but we also want to draw the attention of, of governments and others to uh, to try to rectify that and to bring uh, bring people to account uh, who are causing this. Uh, and sometimes, you know, governments maybe they want to focus on e economic sort of trade deals and things like that, and they're not not so interested in human rights. But it, it's a huge issue, and and we need to try to resolve it. Well, the report, Jim, profiles in a number of kind of. Um kind of hotspots, I suppose, across the world where things are particularly bad um, or where you're, there are particular concerns. And one of those is Manipur State in northeast India um, and the plight of Christians there. And the, the Presbyterian Church of Wales have been uh, very active in um, raising the profile of the plight of, I guess, thousands of Christians who have just been displaced yeah. across the last year. And I wonder... Um, as it's as it's profiled in in the report, what um, you know, what what is Open Doors' kind of perspective on all of this? Yes, well, we agree with uh, with 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 what the Presbyterian Church is doing and 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 their perception of it. It is it is tragic, you know, what's happened, you know, even in the past year, and you know, so with the the tribes, the the Cookie and Mighty tribe, we, we've seen that, and and you know, Christian women suffering you know, terrible abuse. And uh, and violence, people having to flee their homes, and and vandalism, destruction. Um, so yeah, it's it's sadly it's it's important to to recognize that and to to raise awareness that it is happening. It's 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 hard to it's hard to read, it's hard to be aware of, but I think we need to do that, you know, because um, it is 
you know, for us as Christians, it's our brothers and sisters that are suffering. Although, um, you know, I think we we want to see peace in the region for everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, we it, it's tragic to see the what's happening to, to Christians. A group from the majority Métis people group attacked protesters from the Kuki tribe, burning houses and churches and sexually assaulting some Kuki women. The Kukis are predominantly Christian and many thousands have now been displaced in the surrounding hills and beyond. I spoke to a Christian leader from Manipur called Chung Man, not his real name, to talk about what happened as he was present at that march. For security reasons, we've changed the texture of his voice. After that, we'll hear from Shara, a Manipuri woman now living in the UK. Myra Drothiad and Tani Salu at Gavlur Pederis Krishnogion and Manipur, Talaith and Nogle Dura in India. Arvai Tradid Athanev, the Fruidroth Trice and Astod Gurumdath Hedachlon and a Brivdinas in Fala. A Mosodoth group or Bobol Moyavred Mete, Ar Protestwir or Luth Kuki, Ganloski Tai, Akeglusi, Akamosod and Fuyov, Arai Merche, a Kuki. Markukis and Grisnogion and Benov, ac my Miloid Lauer Bethach, with ye Dadleoli and a Bruniai and Gulchanol, Athiot. Governaisi Arwinid Grisnogol or Manipur, or Enu Chung Man, ye Denu Yan, either Bresendal and Rundath Hona, e Son and Be the Guidov. Ar Gover a Warchod, Denny would in Newid and South, I lies. Ar all honey. Byddwn yn clywed o ddiwrth Sharon, dynes o Manipur, sydd bellach yn byw ymrhydain. Well, it was um, a, peace, a peaceful march um, organised by the students belonging to tribal communities in Manipur. You, you witnessed a, a, a peaceful protest suddenly erupted in a, in, into violence. What happened was, it was a, it was a. We realized that it was a well planned, well planned because um, right from that moment, within a minute, uh, the news spread, and then um, many uh, cookie villages were burned at that, that night itself. Not only in the Chuchanpur district, all other districts that night. And that goes on to the next at least three, three nights and three days, um, non-stop attacking, burning of the uh, churches. And this time, uh, what the difference um, we have seen this time uh, was that the church was the first target. The first mm. was the main target of the the uh, you know the the, the attackers. Yes. Um, Manipur, we have had uh, several uh, several conflicts in the past uh, due to um, you know misunderstanding between communities. But in all those cases, the church buildings were. Uh, the structure that protects the people. You know, in mm. times of difficulty, they run to the church and they get protection and and safeguarding. I mean, in a, but this time, the church was the first uh, target 
of the mob mm. because church for the tribal people was a part of their identity church was the, the you know the structure that gives them a hope and identity mm. and peace and and so um if the church was attacked then mm. you know the people was um uh, attacked at the root uh, there's mm. the reason why the church was the main target at this this time and mm. more and and and, and secondly um nobody stopped those mob nobody mm. has stopped those mob to you know um do what have they have done uh, there was the church i was suffering but a state was silent so my name is sharon singsit evans the evans bit comes from my husband who is from Wales and has got family in Newport and Cardiff and all. Uh, I am a doctor in NHS. Um, I've been here in the UK uh, for quite a while. Um, but I come from um, from the northeast state of Manipur uh, in India. So a year, you know, nearly a year on now. Mm. Um, so these we're not talking about people who've been displaced from homes and communities and the land and churches. So where, I mean, where have they all gone? Right. So we know that there are thousands of them displaced in a state called Mizoram. Um, hmm. Mizoram is um, the, the, the Mizo people are our blood sort of kindred. Hmm. So the Mizo state government has taken on quite a lot of the displaced people and 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 provided camps for them you know all the essential needs and all some of the other people who haven't had the means to 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 go that um, far to Mizoram have moved to our hill areas which are mainly the um uh, tribal areas mm -hmm. so there are particular areas like um Churchanpur, which uh, in tribal name is the Lam Lamka area, and Kangpopi or Kangui area, those are, are our Kukizo areas. So they have moved away to areas closer to those two sort of regional areas. We do have another area closer towards the Burma uh, Myanmar border called Mole, mm. and some had moved there as well. So there's three regional regions where this displaced um peoples have moved and they are all housed in you know relief camps um which have which are basically uh, looked after and funded by um um you know, volunteers, our cookies of civil society organization, churches. Hmm. Um, and then there are some who have had the means to go beyond uh, Manipur. So if they have families living in Nagaland or in other northeast states or even into the mainland India, they have done that. Hmm. So there's quite a wide dispersal now of the um, the people. And certainly from the, the Presbyterian Church of Wales for the last well, last few months has been hosting a, a, a weekly prayer meeting mm -hmm. on Zoom, mm -hmm. um, which I know you've been part of. Mm 
mm-hmm. Sharon. So I wonder if you could, um, again, just tell us what that has meant to you. Um, and um, as a as a, a cookies old Christian living in in Britain, in Wales, well, uh-huh. not living in Wales, but but living in the UK, what mm. what what impact is that having? Do you think? Mm. The the first thing is that we we uh, there was this there was hardly any coverage of the conflict in Manipur here in the UK. Manipur mm. being a very small state within India itself, and of course you know hardly um, no so quite negligible area of the world. Let's put it that way. So um, I think. There were some, you know, sort of news which were covered in the mainstream news, and we saw about the video um, of the the two Kukizo women who uh, were, you know, abused and treated horribly, which was, um, you know, seen here in in UK and elsewhere in the world as well. So there were like little um, snippets of news that came across um, here in the UK. So we had been as a group praying that um, somehow, somewhere, uh, you know, we we would have churches here or, you know, fellow Christians here in the UK who would um, uh, t- take cognizance of what's happening and play f- uh, pray pray for us as a p- persecuted community. Not only that, as a, a persecuted church as well, because we have to remember here that whatever is happening in Manipur, although it's a you know, in a way, people might think it's a regional thing. Um, I can assure you that it is not a regional thing. There is a huge political drive behind this with the national government in India being a Hindutva, which is essentially driven by um by motivation to turn India into a Hindu country. And that is that is the the, the background of you know where things are happening. And you can see that you know you can see that in the sense that the central government have the power to quell this violence and yet they haven't done it. Mm. So you can see where it's coming from. So you know personally I was very um happy overjoyed um to to see that you know there's a group of people fellow um believers followers of christ who are you know who are standing up to bring the the righteousness of our lord and justice to a community or to you know to peoples who are um who are undergoing persecution at the moment and it is still active the the killings are still going on the aggression the violence towards our community is still going on under you know under the, the nose of the state and the central government so i was really um um you know pleased to hear about this i believe the battle is not just a physical battle it's a spiritual battle it is definitely a spiritual battle, and 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 I think therefore it's important that we continue to keep praying, and uh, and when people pray for us, we feel we feel a difference, and and you can imagine how difficult it is for people in the relief camps. They haven't been to church. They haven't heard church bells since May the um, May twenty twenty three. 
they are languishing in meeting up for spiritual nourishment. Um, there are pastors and you know people who are trying to sort of encourage them and all. But given the fact that they are seeing all this ongoing destruction, they are, you know, with little um, of the essential needs um, being met in relief camps, um, health needs, uh, children's education being affected. So a whole lot of motivational issues are there. And so you can understand how all these will affect their faith. So your prayers are very important because this is a fight that the people are having to battle individually and as a community. And we want, we want them to know that in the midst of all this darkness and grief and destruction, that God is with them, God is present. He might, it might feel like he's silent, but they need to know he is with them. And your prayers are what will help them to know God is present with them. And finally, an epilogue from the Reverend Anairi Nguyen who has close family ties with Manipur and neighbouring Mizoram. Ac yn olaf, epilog gan y parchedig a Neirin Owen sydd a chysylltiadau tiliol agos a Manipur a Mizoram cafagos. Lord, we bring you before you now the plight of our brothers and sisters in Manipur, where persecution and violence and threat of violence uh, continues uh, to uh, be part of their daily life there. And as we read Psalm 102, we we remember the plight of those who are homeless there and who face death and violence and uh, ask your protection, Lord, for them. Hear my prayer, O Lord, let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day of my distress. Incline your ear to me, answer me speedily in the day when I call. For my days pass like smoke, and my bones burn like a furnace. My heart is struck down like the grass and has withered. I forget to eat my bread. Because of my loud groaning, my bones cling to my flesh. I'm like a desert owl of the wilderness, and like an owl of the waste place. I lie awake, I'm like a lonely sparrow on the housetop. All the days my enemies taunt me, those who deride me use my name as a curse. For I eat ashes like bread and mingle tears with my drink. Because of your indignation and anger, for you have taken me up and thrown me down. My days are like an evening shadow, I wither away like grass. You, O Lord, are enthroned forever. You are remembered throughout all generations. You will arise and have pity on Zion. It is the time to favour her. The appointed time has come. For your servants, hold her stones dear and have pity on her dust. And nations will fear the name of the Lord and all the kings of the earth will fear your glory. For the Lord builds up Zion he appears in his glory. He regards the prayer of his destitute, of the destitute, and does not despise their prayer. 
we know that the Lord is faithful to his word and will never despise the prayer of the destitute or the prayer of those who seek him. So let us do that, that now with the people of Manipur uh, as we pray together. Lord, we pray for peace in Manipur and for your guidance on all those who are leading the situation there, all the church leaders and elders, those who've been displaced but continue to be faithful to you, those who seek to share your word, share the hope of the gospel, share the faith that we have in Jesus Christ, share the love that we, we have with all the church throughout the world. Lord, we, uh, we ask your strength and guidance to those in government there. We ask your blessing upon those who are, are dealing with the consequences of the conflict in Manipur. We thank you, Lord, for those who have provided shelter, food, words of comfort, places of refuge, and all those who share the love of God together as they stand in fear, as they stand uh, together against the persecution. Lord, we, as you've taught us, we pray for those who wish harm, and we pray that you will work on their hearts and the mighty work of the Holy Spirit, that you will change people's hearts and let them seek peace and justice. We pray for those, Lord, who from neighbouring states that have provided shelter and accommodation, solace, place of rest and place of safety. And we ask your continued guidance for those, Lord, who seek justice and peace in Manipur. We also pray, Lord, for the diaspora, those who are affected in the UK and across the world by this conflict who are concerned about their families and who seek your guidance and regularly as we pray every Friday morning we pray Lord for guidance for the Presbyterian Church of Wales so that we can respond accordingly respond speedily and generously to help our brothers and sisters in Manipur hear our prayer as we come with them in their distress to your throne and to seek your glory in Jesus name amen Arglwydd drchafon gri dros Manipur ein brother yn chwiorydd a sydd dan o'r mes yno a dallen nhw'n sawn cant y dau Arglwydd clyw fy ngweddi a doed fy nghri atat paid a chyddio dy wyneb oddi wrthyf yn nid fy nghyfyngder Trwy dy glis dataf, brysiau mateb yn y dydd y galwaf. Oherwydd y mae fynyddiau'n darfod fel mwg am hesgyrn yn llosgi fel ffwrn. Oherwydd wedi fy yn haro ac yn gwywo fel glaswellt. Oherwydd yn darfod o beidio a bwyta. Oherwydd sŵn fy achneidio y mae fy hesgyrn yn glynu wrth fy nghnhaod. Oherwydd fel pelican mewn anialwch ac fel tyllian mewn adfeilion. Oherwydd yn methu cysgu ac fel aderyn unig ar do, 
mae fy ngelynion yn fy ngwawdio trwy'r amser am gwatwarwyr yn defnyddio dy enw fel melltys. Rwy'n fy'n bwyta llidw fel bara ac yn cymysgu fy niod a dagrau. Wachos dylid a thu gofaint o herwydd cydiais dynof am bwrw o'r neilltu. Y mae fy mywyd fel cysgod hwyrdydd rwy'n fy'n gwywo fel glaswelltyn. Drwy ti ar glwydd wedi dorseddu am byth a fferu denw dros y cenedlaethau. Bydd i'n codi ac yn trigarhau wrth seion y mae'n adegu dosturio wrth i oherwydd fy ddaeth o'r amser. Mae dyweision yn hoff yn hoffi ei meini ac yn tystyrio wrth ei llwch. Bydd y cenhedloedd yn ofni enw'r arglwydd a holl ffrenhinoedd y ddeir dogoniant. Oherwydd bydd yr arglwydd yn adeiladu seion, bydd yn ymddangos yn ei ogoniant, bydd yn gwrando ar weddi'r gorthrymedig ac ni fydd yn diystyru ei herfyniad. Da ni'n gwybod fod yr arglwydd yn ffyddlon i wair ac yn gwybod i fod o'n gwrando ar weddi'r gorthrymedig ac o weddio gyda nhw bob bore dydd gwener eis rai wythnosau bellach da ni yn sefyll gyda yn cyfeillion an brodyr anchwiorydd y mani pwl sydd wedi dioddau colli tir, colli eilwydydd, colli anwyliad wedi gorfod wynebu trais o bob math, o bob math o erchylderau ac wedi hwn trostyn nhw'n parhawn i weddio trostyn nhw wrth iddyn nhw geisio heddwch a chymod gydewch chi ni weddio Arglwydd, da ni'n cynderchafu y sefyllfa'n manipwr i ti, gan weddio byddu di yn agos at bawd sydd yn dioddef y gorthrymedig a'r clawd yr unig a'r rhai mewn galar, a'r rhai sydd yn wynebu trais a gormes, a'r rhai sydd wedi colliw tai, a'r rhai sydd wedi ffoi. Benaf oll arglwydd yr rhai sydd mewn galar, a'r rhai sydd wedi colli anwyliad yn blant ac yn wragedd ac yn hennoed yn fechgyn ifanc ac yn ddynion. Arglwydd, maddau i ni y trais sydd yno. At hyrd arglwyddodd y sbriglan i ledeini ar hyd o wlad yna i ddod â phobl yn ôl at ati arglwydd yn ôl at ffyrdd heddwch a chymod. Gwyddi o dros y sefyllfa sydd yn ganolog yn yr India ar y bygwyd sydd yna i newid y cyfansoddiad i bidio â chynwys rhyddid crefyddol ac i bidio â chael y gair secular yn y cyfansoddiad. Arglwydd neud i edrych ar galon yr rhai sydd yn arwain ac arglwydd troi i calonau nhw at gyfiawnder ac at ffyrdd sydd yn deg. Dyn gweddio arglwydd dros arwynwyr yr eglwysu dros yr rhai sydd yn yr oedd lloches yn mis o'r am ac mewn mannau eraill. Yn gweddio arglwydd y bydd, noddfa a chynhaliaeth a bwyd a diod a chysgod a noddfa yn cael ei roi yn helaeth arglwydd i bobl sydd mewn angen. Helpa ni neu hefyd fel Eglwys Presbyteraidd Cymru i weld y ffordd ymlaen i ni i weld sydd medrwn i helpu yn y sefyllfa ar gyfyngus yma. A thangnefedd diw a fyddo iddynt hwy ag i ni yn enw Iesu Grist ein harglwydd. Amen.
Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you liked it, please leave a review wherever you found it and listen out for the next one soon. Diolch am rando ar y podlediad yma. A tan y tro nysa, hwyl am y troch.